Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Before I jump into the podcast, go over and leave a five-star review. We really love those reviews. Leave some comments. I read all of them, and we would really appreciate that. But before we get started, I would definitely want to give a big shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, you get $450 off, and you'll get the best customer service you'll ever expect. Um, just mention Coach Collins, and they'll take really good care of you. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the, it is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's something... You know, when I started teachups.com, it was, uh, it, it was something, it was, it was what I would have wanted as a young coach before, you know, all the, the state championships and all the nationally ranked teams that I've coached. Um, and not to brag, just to, to kind of tell um, kind of my journey, I would have killed for this stuff because it would have made my life so much easier, a little bit of everything that you need to become a better basketball coach. And we are the only people out there that offer 14 day free trial because we believe in it so much. Um, follow the roadmap, work on your craft and um, you get me one-on-one mentoring. So I can't imagine anything better than that. I don't know. Um, anyway, go over and check it out and let's head off to the podcast. All right, so we're going to get started here a couple of minutes early, but that's okay. Um, so there's a couple questions, and then if you've got questions, put them over um, in the chat over on the side, and I will uh, definitely get to them as fast as I can. One of them was, this is from Janice, um, and she had put it in a little bit earlier, but her question was, um, and, and when I'm looking to the side over here, it's because I'm you know, I don't have quite my, um, I don't have quite my, uh, setup the way it normally is. My daughter was in doing homework in my office today. So I don't have everything quite set up the, the way I normally do. But anyway, so the first question was, what do you talk about at halftime and how do you break it? How do you break your halftime up? Um, so how do you, you know, how do you tackle a specific halftime? And, um, you know, we have in where I coach, um, we have 10 minutes at halftime. So, uh, the way it works is usually, you know, obviously the buzzer goes, um, I have an assistant coach who goes and checks the book to make sure that we're, we've got fouls and everything situated correctly at that point. And then, um, I put the, I put the, the team into the locker room, um, and let them have several minutes by themselves. 
um, before before we come in and uh, um, have our discussion. So what I do is I get the coaches together and we um, we basically talk at that point um, and kind of come up with some solutions of the first half. What are we doing well? What are we not doing well? What can our adjustments be for the second half? Um, so then, uh, yeah, so adjustments, what can we do? We talk about offensive adjustments. We talk about defensive adjustments. I apologize for talking in the background there. Um, and then, uh, so then I go in, um, and we tend to do our, we tend to do our, uh, sets. We tend to talk about our offensive sets. We talk about our defensive sets. And I think it's really important at halftime specifically that you need to, um, Talk about probably those key two or three adjustments just before you leave the locker room. Um, those are really important as far as kind of heading out to the second half. And I usually try to leave two or three minutes to get them loose, get them moving again after halftime. Um, I think teams come out of halftime a little flat sometimes, especially depending on the first half went. Um, so I like to leave a couple minutes. I like to, um, to do those specific things. Um, hi Todd, how are you? Um, so you can, I guess I, I didn't know on Facebook live, you could also leave comments, but anyway, so we were just talking about halftime, what we do kind of do with halftime. Um, you know, it's not nuclear physics as far as how we handle halftime, but again, um, we check fouls, we check any, anybody that's going off, anybody that's doing really well the first half we meet as a staff so we can talk about offense and defensive stuff. Um, then, um, we, uh, so we talk about offense and defensive stuff. Uh, so we basically come up with a plan as a coaching staff before I go in and talk to them at halftime. I think that's really important. I'd rather have less time in the, in the locker room at halftime and be able to converse about things that we need than me just kind of going right in. Um, and then uh, I usually start with the defensive parts, to be honest with you. And then I talk about the offensive parts. And then any motivational, anything we're not doing, maybe we're not getting the floor, we're not taking charges. And then just before we leave the locker room, you know, I hit them with a couple things. Hey, remember, we got to get back on defense. We got to know where 22 is at all times, um, whatever. And then we, after that, after that spurt of me talking for four or five minutes, because most of it they're going to forget. Then uh, I go into um, I make sure they get out so they have enough time to warm up. So it's not too much after the game. So Janice also asked about what we do after the game. Um, after the game, it really depends. Um, they don't hear you as well. Do they hear you at halftime? Eh. Um, but they definitely don't hear you. First of all, after a tough loss, they don't hear you after a big win. They tend to hear you if it's a eh, game. Um, so if there's something really important for me to say, I don't tend to say it after the game. I will keep it short. And there are exceptions to this, and I've actually broken this exception this year um, after some wins that I didn't think we played well, and I thought, hey, we got to adjust, and that was right. And we've stumbled a couple of times because of some of the things I said in those. But um, they don't tend to hear it if you need to if you need to get on kids, if you need to talk about what they did well or what they didn't do well, after the game doesn't tend to be the time to talk to a group. I will grab a specific kid 
or a specific group. Hey, you did this. You were really rebounding well, and you were doing this exceptionally well. I was so good. I was. I'm, I'm so proud of you. Um, but as a as an entire group, hey, nice win. Blah 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 blah. Two or three minutes, and then I try to get out of there. Um, they will hear the words that you have to say better the next day at practice or in your film session or something like that than they will after a big win, after a big loss. I don't know. They're thinking 20 different things. Who, how am I getting home? You know, is my girlfriend mad at me? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It, it, it is, um, it's that kind of stuff that goes through their mind. So, um, if any, again, if you have any, any other questions, you know, put them in the comments down below or over on the side. Um, and I will definitely get to them. I'm just going through ones that I got people sent me before, um, this Q and a, so we talked about halftime. We talked about after the game, um, uh, someone sent me, you know, how do you deal with a player who has a bad attitude, but is, <laughs> but is one of my better players. Um, that's a tough one. I'm going to tell you that's a, that's a difficult one. Um, you can't teach without discipline. Kids want discipline is my, is my theory with that. Um, you know, if they're not doing what you expect them to do, then there has to be a consequence. Um, so it doesn't matter if it's your best player. It doesn't matter if it's number 15 on your bench. Everything's got to be kind of consistent throughout. Um, and if it's not, you're going to lose the control of the ship and bad things are going to happen. So, um, it doesn't matter that they, it does matter. They have a bad attitude because you know, one bad apple can spoil a whole bunch. So you got to get that one on or you got to get rid of that one. Um, and then, uh, you can move forward to be honest with you. I think that's really important. Um, do you, here's another question. Do you do film review, um, with the team after every game? Do you watch it from start to finish? That's a great question. So we use crossover. We don't, we do, we use a lot of film. Um, we have a big game tomorrow, really big game tomorrow. One of the top teams in our state we play tomorrow. Um, and I think we have nine or 10 games on them. So, uh, we do, we do different types of film sessions. So that, that's a great question for all the, for all the coaches out there. So the way film sessions work for us is, um, normally the day after a game, uh, especially if we didn't play well, we will look at our film. And it depends. There'll be times where we sit down and watch the entire film um, and we'll break it down and we'll stop it and rewind it. You know, that takes a good 45 minutes to an hour at least to do that. Uh, so we'll do that possibly after a game. Sometimes we'll just do clips after a game. Um, you know, we'll show, we'll show like the three-minute mark to the seven-minute mark or we'll show where, we're, where our press was really good. So that's the first thing with film. Um, it really depends on the opponent and really depends on what we're doing and where we are in the season. So I hope that helps Todd. And then that's the first thing. So, so the second thing is um, we spend a lot of time looking at opponents. Cause I think, I think coaching is a lot as much of how am I going to adjust? How, how is player X going to adjust to player Y? Um, how are we going to adjust to, to what they're doing? I think, you know, especially with, with junior high, middle school, youth, high school, even the, in the collegiate level, um, it's really important, um, to be able to, uh, adjust. Okay. So it is really about matchups and it's really about how are we going to stop player 22? How are we going to stop him or her? Um, what are we going to do to do that? Um, what adjustments can happen there? So I think those are really important. Again, guys, if you have, um, 
If you have comments over on the side, um, anything else you uh, you want, um, please leave it over there. You know, we'll uh, we can uh, we can definitely ask questions um, over in the chats. If you're watching Facebook Live, if you're listening to the podcast, because this has probably become one of my podcasts at some point, because I think this is a lot of really good stuff. Um, or if you're you're on our you know our our live Q and A right now, either any of the places, um, make sure that you go over and leave a leave a comment if you've got a question. I'm just going through questions that people have already sent me. Um, so if I go over here on the side, I can. Uh, that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the questions that people had pre-sent me. Um, but finishing up with your question, Todd, um, I think uh, I think film is film doesn't lie. I think I said that like four times today in practice. Um, somebody wasn't boxing out. Somebody wasn't um, rotating correctly. And uh, what did I do? <laughs> you know, we showed him some film and uh, it doesn't, you know, you, you weren't getting there. You weren't rotating the way you needed to rotate. Um, that's a problem. And the film doesn't, you know, look at it. The film doesn't lie. We talked about it in game. We talked about it in practice. You did it in the game. We need to fix this problem. So, um, and then we, we, like I told you, I don't know if I told you, Todd, but we use crossover. So crossover is, I'm a stats teacher. Crossover is great for analytics. It's great for breakdowns. You know, we can, we can show John's, every one of John's three pointers that we're playing. And then how does he deal with those? And then, you know, here's, um, here's a specific thing. Uh, do you film practice? I don't, I used to film practice. Um, there's a reason I, you know, the problem is <laughs> there's only what 168 hours in a week and I don't have time. So a lot of that film initially when I, when I did it sat unwatched um, and got watched in like June, which is not of any use to anybody. Um, so there will be times um, for for members of Teach Hoops. I have actually pra- I have actually taped my practices and shared it with them. Um, that's something I actually want to do. And for for those of you up above that are or or that are listening, teachhoops.com um, is my membership site. It's great. It's a great Todd can vouch. It's a great community. A lot of resources, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so what I've thought about doing, and I talked to Dean about this too in the community, that maybe we should get together and tape each other's practices, and then that would be great. If nothing else for the off-season, it's like, ooh, look what Dean does in practice, or look what Harmony does in her practice in California, or look what Todd does, you know. So it would be, yeah. Um, it is an awesome community. I agree, Todd. But um, – no, I, I, that's something I've thought about. The problem is, it's like, okay, so here's the issue with pra- with taping practice. College coaches do it. They also have four assistants. They also have a, a video coordinator that's breaking it all down. They also have time to watch it. They don't have other gigs like you and I do, you know, side gigs or side hustles. Like, you know, we're te- I'm teaching math all day. I don't have time to sit down and watch my practice. Um, so that's the issue with taping practice, I think. I think it's a good thing to do, um, but... I think it's easier said than done to be able to find time to be able to watch it. Um, so, um, Todd, did you get that package I sent? I sent it. It's school mail. So I may want to make sure he gets it. Um, Todd's got a special needs kid on his, I think, uh, yeah, he's got Down syndrome, I believe. Anyway, um, I sent him a package and I want to make sure he gets it. So if he doesn't get it, you let me know. It is school mail. It went out through the school mail. So it could be three weeks from now. Who knows? Um, 
Do I have a shooting machine? Yes, I have a shooting machine. Um, we're in the process of buying another shooting machine. Um, I use Dr. Dish. Um, I like Dr. Dish better. Um, we're going, oh, they're going to give it tomorrow on senior net. All right. So, so Brad, I'm going to get back to your question. Hold on one second. So, like I said, I sent this package. Um, I found some stuff for, um, you know, some t-shirt, but anyway, I'm so happy, Todd. That, I mean, that's what I love about our teach hoops community. I, I love that. I love that coaches are talking anyway. So soup, I want a picture of, of, I want a picture of him getting that. Um, so I can share it with the boys. I told team my team signed their our poster and stuff we do a poster and stuff and um, they all signed it and wanted to make sure that he got it and stuff so i definitely want a picture so i can share it with my guys and let's let's hope we play well tomorrow um so going back to you brad um so uh we i believe in the shooting so i first of all there's a there's a 15 almost 16 year old living in my house who has spent a lot of time um on the shooting machine he has spent a lot of time I've told him he's a great shooter. He's not a scorer yet. Shooting machine is great for repetition. There's a couple guys on my team that just need more reps right now. So the shooting machine is good. Every second I can get him another shot. Um, so from that standpoint, I love the shooting machine. I think it's a great way. We don't have all the managers. We don't have the people rebounding for our kids. Um, like the opponent we play tomorrow, I think, has four or five shooting machines. It's the haves versus the have-nots, to be honest with you. Um, but anyway... Uh, they're great for getting shots up. You have to be creative. A doctor dish and the gun and all them do really good things with drills and stuff. I know on my teach hoops community, I've got some, um, some shooting drills with the machine. I want to definitely do more with that. Um, just because you, how often do you get your feet squared? You get an open shot, blah, blah, blah. And that's what the shooting machine is good for. I think it's good for that. And I also think it's good for, um, uh, you guys are asking questions too fast here. I got to make sure I read them all. Um, and I also think, uh, what was my tra train of thought? This is, I'm having a senior moment. Uh, oh, it's great for arc too. It's really good for arc. Um, I like that it teaches arc. Um, you can't shoot a flat shot and, 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 uh, and get on the shooting machine. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree. Um, I would agree that, uh, that the Dr. Dish is the way to go. I don't know. I think the gun is fine. I, I just think the Dr. Dish has more um, possibilities for you as far as trying to get shots up, type of shots, um, locations, those kind of things. So that's why I like it. Um, I'm having really bad glare today. Maybe it's just because it's the middle of February and I live in Wisconsin and um, everyone that's listening right now is going, what is he talking about? It's like, well, I'm trying to do, I'm multitasking which is, I guess, what a good coach does. He multitasks. Um, I'm trying to do Facebook Live. I'm trying to do Zoom. I'm trying to tape it all at once. And the Facebook Live literally looks like I'm, like, I haven't seen sun in a really long time. But anyway, we'll move on. Brad asked if I have any coaching clinics set up. I don't. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm working with Dean in, the, in our Teach Hoops community to try to help me get some of those. I mean, I've done them all over the country. I mean, I've been on the East Coast. I've, I mean, I'd like to go warm, but I've been all over. Um, I haven't done any for a couple of reasons. First, I started coaching volleyball because my son started playing volleyball. So I started coaching volleyball, which took the fall away from me a little bit. Um, I'm going to try to do some United basketball clinics maybe in the, this fall. Um, and then it's like I got to find time to, to kind of try to find the people, say I'm available, da-da-da-da. 
Um, so Dean is going to maybe try to help me do that, but I don't have any lined up right now. And that, and again, one of the reasons I started teachhoops.com is I wanted to be able to get back. I wanted to be able to answer questions, that kind of stuff. And I guess I can do that anywhere in the world. We have members from Australia and stuff. So, um, yeah. Um, and I forgot, Todd, tell me where you are in the, in the area, but no, I, I just, you know, I, I'm going to be honest and this is going to, well, my wife's going to kill me. Um, most of the clinics I do, it's basically cost, you know, um, my only gig is if you, if I run one, you let me tape it. Um, and you know, you get me there and you get me home and you feed me and you know, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't do this to make a lot of money. I just like talking to coaches. Some of the best times I've had at clinics too. This is no lie. Um, and I've met some of, I met some of the, the best coaches in the world, blah, blah, blah. And the best one is actually not even at the clinic. It's like, okay, the clinic's over and then we go have dinner or the clinic or we have breakfast or something. And then you get like six, seven coaches. What I'd eventually like to do. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like no matter where you listen, Apple, Spotify, we love those five-star reviews. Make sure you also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast Network.